Welcome to this edition of the Dr. 59 Show. It is I, yours truly, 5'9", on this end. Avant-garde and man about town, walking cane, carrying, ascot-wearing, studied observer of the human condition, you, student of 5'9", on your end. All right, I have spent the last two podcasts berating the Democrats and the Republicans, and some of it tongue-in-cheek, some of it satirically uh, in saying what it is the Democrats have planned for the Republicans and the rest of the world. And I have warned thus each party and members who would describe people who would describe membership to either of those parties. What is coming about the people that are wresting control of society away from them? You understand what's at stake. Your freedoms and everything you know in this country are at stake. I'm done berating you about this. I'm done informing you about this. Now I'm going to tell you what you can do about it. Now I'm going to tell you what you can do about it. And I'm done scolding you for the things you didn't do to stop it from starting in the first place. But I'm going to tell you what you now can do to protect yourself. Once I'm done doing that, we're going to launch into current events. So I'm going to spend the next, call it 15 minutes or so, maybe a little bit longer, telling you what it is you need to do to protect yourself. I highly recommend that sensitive people leave the room. If you are emotionally fragile, you need to leave the room. Do not listen to this program. I'm not kidding. Because they're not kidding. The people that have wrested control of this country away from you, the things that you are seeing take place on the news, the things that you're not hearing on the news. If you're a mainstream news listener, you're probably not a student of five nine on this end. Yeah, you're probably not a student of 5'9 on your end if you are a mainstream news listener. You don't even know I exist. Very few people know that I actually exist. Most of my listenership, I'm told, comes from referrals. People who hear me and go, hey, you know what? Listen to this guy. Yeah, he's an old lunatic, as it were. He's a crazy old dude, but damn, he makes sense in a lot of ways. You got to listen to him. That's typically the, the way people get tuned into my program. I'm dramatic to make a point, and my point is well made whenever I speak. It's the one thing, one compliment I've always been paid. People come away going, yeah, that's that's true, what he just said. Yeah. I don't like the way he said it. I don't like his inferences. I don't like, I don't like, I don't like. But the bottom line is what I tell you is true, and what I tell you needs to be acted upon. You need to take action steps to protect yourself. With all that is occurring in the world right now, with the current political situation here in America... You need to take, if you care, to take action steps to protect yourself and your family. Now, much of which can be inferred from the first two programs I've given you on this. I wanted to take 15 minutes and recap it. Because there are people out there that I'm sure are a little worried about violence. They're worried about intelligence services looking over their shoulders and whatnot. As well, you should be. Violence has now come to your front door. If you fly one of these blue striped flags in front of your house, you are a target. If you fly the American flag in front of your house, you are a target. Take them both down. You're going to have to give up your personal ego. You're going to have to give up personal desires, as it were, to stand your ground in, in effort to keep you and your family safe. There are roving gangs of Antifa and others who are looking for those flags as targets. For homes they can vandalize, throw fake blood on, pig's heads, that kind of stuff. If you're a police officer, you know damn good and well that your name and address could potentially be doxxed. 
if you're federal law enforcement, state, local level, doesn't matter. If you do anything that puts you in the news, potentially someone will leak your name and address to the general public. You will be doxxed and you're going to have a major problem on your hands. Now, in theory, police officers are protected. These computer systems, property tax records, license plates, all that do not reveal the address unless you are of a higher security clearance such as you can obtain it. However, keep in mind the people who actually observe those records are people who may have allegiances elsewhere. Leave it at that. Bottom line is keep your head below waterline. Keep yourself off the radar. Be the gray man. And this is an art which I will now spend the next 15 minutes teaching you. You do not want to get noticed. You don't want to be visible. You need to drive a demure automobile. Do not drive around in an expensive car. You makes you a target. Do not wear flashy clothes. Do not wear an expensive wristwatch. Do not carry a cell phone such that anyone can see it. Do not give anyone a reason to want to be able to approach you and ask you for something. Hey, uh, mister, uh, what time is it? Because you see a wristwatch. Hey, uh, my phone's broken. I got a problem. Can I borrow your phone for a minute? Yeah. Don't give anybody a reason to speak to you. When you walk through a public place, keep your head down, move quickly, use your peripheral vision. And by the way, your peripheral vision goes up when you tilt your head slightly forward. Fact. You are safer walking with your head tilted just slightly forward, not a whole lot, just slightly, about 15 degrees, not a whole lot, 10, 15 degrees, then you are walking with your head up. Now, there are people who will say that, well, if you do that, you look like a person who could be attacked. You are defending yourself. And I'm assuming at this point that most of you, most of you in states that allow it may be carrying a firearm, as it were, with a concealed carry permit and or at a minimum, you are carrying pepper spray. At a minimum, you are carrying pepper spray. There is no state in this nation that forbids it. Even New York allows pepper spray, albeit in a minimal quantity, I believe, of one and a half ounces. And while that's not much, you can carry two cans of it instead of one. Now you got three ounces and two safety, you know, a bit of a safety valve, as it were, in case one malfunctions. All right, the point is, you want to be the gray man. Don't get noticed. Don't wear a wristwatch. Don't have your phone in your hand. Keep your hands empty. The only thing that should be in your hands is your OC. That's it. Be aware of what's going on around you. Do not linger in crowds. Do not go into highly densely populated areas without knowing that you have an escape route. Do not go into an area that is red on your ways, traffic thing on your phone without an explanation. If it says there's been an accident or whatever, that's one thing. Fine. You can sit in that traffic. But if it is a civil disturbance, find a way around it and go around it by quite a ways. Go around it by a couple of miles. Because again, Antifa and these others will send their agents out into the areas surrounding their initial effort to snag people to pull them into the uh, the hot zone as it were so be the gray man do not drive an expensive car do not wear expensive clothes do not have jewelry on you women that are walking around downtown with your big diamond ring on you are signaling antifa the soldiers of the democratic party and that is what they are the foot soldiers of the democratic party yes that is what they are that is what blm and antifa are that you are wealthy uh, you're probably white, and they don't like that. I don't have to tell you that. So you, what you want to do is be invisible. 
So you say, you know what, honey, I'm going to leave the wedding ring on the, the nightstand because of this problem. Believe me, your husband will understand. So be invisible. Do not do things. Do not say things that make yourself visible. So let's turn now to your computer system and your cell phone. Are you on Facebook? Well, of course you're not. You took it down. You took it down months ago when I told you to, right? Get off Facebook immediately. They are tracking everything you do. They are watching everything you do. Get off Twitter. You don't have Twitter. You don't need Twitter. You have a cell phone. You can text people. Whatever Android, iOS, doesn't matter what operating system it is. You can text people even with a burner phone bought from a 7-Eleven store. Don't tell me you need Twitter. You don't need Instagram. Get off social media completely. And I don't mean turn it down to where you only your friends and people you know can see it. You don't know who those people are. Now that's the next discussion. Get off LinkedIn. LinkedIn isn't going to get you a job. Okay, get, don't believe that crap. They are owned by Microsoft and they are selling you. That's what they're doing. And they're watching everything you do. The people you talk to, the companies you solicit for employment, if that's what you're doing out there. They're watching everything and recording everything that you do. Get off it. Your IP, when you get into a um, network situation, as it were, in your home, you have internet as everybody does. Are you aware that all of your internet activity, everywhere you go, every search you make is recorded first and foremost on your personal computer? And I will tell you how to delete all that, although you frankly shouldn't really need to. No one's going to come in your home and steal your browser history. But if for some reason you do want to keep that confidential, if for some reason you don't want your teenage daughter, you want to find out what your teenage daughter's been doing and whatnot, I'll teach you how to do that. It's very simple. But your browser history and everything that you do, your location, your IP address, which uniquely identifies your station on the uh, the company's network, whether it's Verizon or whether it's AT&T, you have an address assigned just like your home does, your computer does as well. And it's simply called an IP address. Sorry for you techies out there, I'm giving you the basics. Tune out, go somewhere else. The bottom line is everything you do on the internet is tracked and recorded forever. It is tracked and recorded forever, and there is no way to erase it. It can never be erased. The Chris Watts case is a classic example of how everything you do is tracked on the internet and kept forever. It can be subpoenaed by the police department. They can get warrants for the discoveries and whatnot if you commit crimes and everything else. So these companies do save it ad nauseum forever. It's just a series of zeros and ones, all of which means something to somebody and they never know when that's going to be necessary. So they save it forever. It costs them absolutely nothing. And it's a great way to make money by selling the habits of people to companies to solicit advertising. You'll get advertising in the mail for things you looked up on the internet. And you'll wonder, where the hell did this come from? I looked up lampshades two weeks ago. Now I've got Lamps Plus in my mailbox. That's how that happens. Trust me when I tell you that when the Democrat Socialist Party starts digging into these records, looking for who is a Republican, who is an independent, who is a libertarian, who's a green whatever, 
who owns a concealed weapons permit? Who has this? Who has that? Who has expensive luxury vehicles? Who's going to the DMV records and getting customized plates? All of these things that indicate you are a person of substance, a person of wealth, a person who is thinking about their safety when it comes to firearms. Your browser history, you've gone over to Bass Pro Shops, let's say, and you're looking up gun safes or ammunition. A common one right now is people are looking for ammunition because they're locking it down. They're, they've basically told the ammunition manufacturers to stop producing ammunition or they'll be put out of business. Now, there's several live videos on the internet, YouTube and whatnot, where the CEOs of these ammunition companies get up there and say, oh, no, that's not true. That's not true. We're making ammunition as fast as we can. Don't believe that. That is a lie. That is a lie. If it were true, there would be sufficient ammunition to meet the demand, and there is not. Go to any gun store, any gun shop. I don't care where you go, any state in this union, and there is a deficit of ammunition, particularly handgun ammunition. Make no mistake, if you are purchasing ammunition in California, your name goes on a list, the government finds out about it, and there's no way to erase it. If you purchase a firearm in states like California, New York, others that regulate this very highly, your name goes on a list, they will be referring that to that list later down the road when the gun confiscation program goes into full force, and it will probably within the next, probably before 2024, before the next election, very likely, the way things are going with the Supreme Court, because they're going to wipe out the Second Amendment. All right, we've talked about the politics. I want to talk about how to protect yourself. I've just told you to get off Facebook. You don't know who your friends are. Get off it. Don't befriend people and say, oh, I won't be friends with Johnny because I know they're a Democrat. Don't, don't try and split the hair that narrow. You don't know what they are. Don't accept friends from anybody. Get off it. I didn't say turn it off. Make it private. Get off it. Delete your account. You and all of your family members, get off Facebook. Do not trust that thing. And everything you put out there is being tracked. And I mean everything. Do not send text messages from your cell phone to other people that you care about that are in any way, shape, or form controversial. Uh, see you at lunch at 12 o'clock. That's fine. Uh, Johnny, I'll pick you up at 3 o'clock in front of the school. That's fine. Do not discuss politics on your cell phone, either with a telephone conversation or a text. Certainly do not send email. The number one thing you need to do right now with email is delete every email account that you have because it's already been tracked. It's already been scooped up. It's already been recorded, particularly if you're in the voter registration as a Republican. In other words, if you are not a Democrat, you are being scanned. And everything you have has been recorded and filed. Delete every email account you have, create new ones, and publish them only to the people who need to know them. If you want a generic email account for doctor's offices, department stores to send you ads when you go to subscribe to something, whatever, something harmless as it were that means absolutely nothing, do so with an account that doesn't identify who you are. Use a number. Use a rhyme. Use a sentence as a name. Do not uniquely identify yourself in any shape, way, or form. And then when you send correspondence over email, do not send anything elicits a political opinion, an opinion about current affairs, say and do absolutely nothing electronically that in any shape, way, or form reveals how you think about anything. This is the safest bet I can give you about how to be the gray man. 
Do not discuss anything in electronic form that reveals to anyone how you feel politically about anything. Do not discuss the new car you just bought because that shows you have wealth. Do not discuss your promotion at work because that shows you have wealth and they're coming after you and you don't know who they are. They are not necessarily the government, not today, but believe me, that's coming. They are the people who are getting a hold of that information because of the foot soldiers within those companies that are culling it and feeding it out the door. How do you think it is that police officer can be involved in some kind of incident, as it were, at, say, 4 p.m. in the afternoon on a Tuesday, and by 6.30, protesters are at their door? How do you think that happens? Yeah, it happens because somebody who has access to that information leaks it. It's not going to be the lieutenant, the captain, the mayor. Or the No, it's going to be the $3 an hour employee, the clerk who has access to the keyboard, who has the way to get into the system with the CAS codes, looks it up, knows how to turn off the auditing feature so they're not tracked that they did it, and sneaks it out to their friend out the back door. That's how it's done. And they will do that to you. So what you want to do is be gray. Do not be controversial in any shape, way, or form online. Do not post your opinion about anything online. Say nothing. Do not have an online account. And when your friends say, uh, you took your Facebook down, does that mean you don't like me? You just smile and say, I am no longer available on Facebook. If you'd like to talk, hey, show up at my house and we'll have a conversation. Call me on the phone. We'll have a conversation. But we're not going to do it online. Number two, get rid of your Apple, get rid of your Android. There is software on those phones that can track everything you do, record everything you say, and transmit it in real time anywhere in the world. Snowden is right about this. It doesn't mean it's happening to everyone all the time because the infrastructure would not handle it, but if they want to activate it, they can, and believe me, they will. The only way to prevent it from happening is to turn your phone completely off. It is the only way. The only way that you can actually turn your phone completely off and make sure that it is off is to have a burner phone that which the battery can be removed. Now, it's a big step. I don't want to give up my iPhone. I have my applications. I, I must have this. I must have that. Oh, I, my podcast. I must listen to Dr. 59. Will you come home and listen to me? You don't need to be listening to me on your phone. If you are carrying a state-of-the-art smartphone, you are at risk. And there is very little I can do to tell you to protect yourself. There is one major piece of software, however, that you absolutely positively should be running, and that is VPN software. That should be on your phone if you're running smartphones. It should be on your computers at home. Because what that does is it hides you behind a server system that is not that is not auditable. It basically says, my face to the world is over here. This is my face. This is what I look like. I'm over here when I do my internet searches for, let's say, I want to find ammunition at Bass Pro Shops to see if they have it, or I want to see if there's this and that GPS tracking software for whatever. In other words, every internet query you put out there on Google or Yahoo or Ask Jeeves or any of the rest of it, if you don't run VPN software, that is recorded with the IP address, i.e. who you are, that asks for that transaction. 
So everything you do is tracked. If you get behind a VPN, it puts a wall between you and what you asked for. So that if someone goes back to track it, they hit the wall. They don't know who you are. It's very cheap. A lot of them are free. Frankly, I would not use the ones that are free. I don't trust them. And be very careful. Be extremely careful because there are some out there that are actually run by the socialists, by the governments, and they will say things like, we don't log your transactions. We don't keep logs. Those are bait switch hooks that the government is running to get you to sign up with them so they can monitor all of your activities. You think you're getting a VPN system that's protecting you and preserving your anonymity online, and the reality is you just signed into an Antifa site. Can I tell you who those sites are? No, I would have to sit in front of your computer and I have to see how it operates and I have to see how that software interacts to tell you whether or not you just got scammed and you actually are feeding them everything you're doing. What I can tell you is this. They're free. If you are paying money for VPN software on your phone or your PC or your Mac, it is not spyware. It is legitimate. Anything that is free is a honeypot. Anything that is free is a honeypot. A honeypot means it captures what they want captured because they know that most people are going to say, oh, I, I don't want to pay for VPN software. I'm going to get it for free. Yeah, you do that. So put VPN software on your computer. Make sure that you're in protected mode before you go online and listen or do anything. Otherwise, people will know exactly who you are every time you get online with everything that you do. Everything that you do. If you want complete privacy of your computer while you were using it and you're not on the internet, reach behind it and disconnect the network cable. It's just that simple. If you reach behind your computer and you disconnect the network table from it, they cannot watch what you are doing. Now, you can't get to the internet, but at this point, let's assume you're not doing something that requires internet activity. Just disconnect it from the internet. You're working on a Word document, Excel document, something for work, something that doesn't require access to the internet. Fine, just unplug it from the network. It's that simple. If you're going to connect to the network, you better be behind a VPN. Number three, you better be prepared, as it were, to defend yourself. What is coming, people, is ugly. It's very ugly. The police departments are being scaled back. Budgets are being cut. They're being told to not enforce the laws. You've seen what's happening. I put programs out there about Gascon and what he's doing to the greater Los Angeles area within Los Angeles County, no longer prosecuting most crimes. For the most heinous of crimes, he's reluctant to prosecute and tries to minimize sentences. He doesn't do sentence enhancing anymore. Basically, they're letting it run amok and letting the system spiral completely out of control. More, I've already explained why they're doing that. You would think it's counterproductive. You would think that they would be doing something that's so heinous, like this Ted Wiener guy up in Portland who allowed Portland to be burned for the last year, who now says, oh, I, I, I have to stop this. This is not right. Yeah, well, here's the problem. Unless they allow the system to fail, to collapse, they can't seize control of it because there isn't a problem they have to get control of. They've got to let you get cancer to cut you open. That's what this is. 
Oh, we have to save you. You see, you have this terrible disease. We have to save you. And the save, I've already talked about. I've already told you in other programs, go back and listen to those about what it is they're going to do to try and save you. This newfound freedom thing, this you, you get to do whatever you want. Well, you can live in a tent in a park and have a sword and you can have this and that and you can take drugs and you're not going to be prosecuted is a way to let society spiral out of control to where when the pain point reaches its crescendo, they will then seize complete control and say, oh, now see, we gave you all these freedoms and you, you abused it. Now we have to seize control. Give us your guns. Give us your money. Give us your private property. On and on and on it goes. I have detailed this in nauseam. I'm not going to repeat it. Be prepared to defend yourself because you don't have a police department anymore in most cases. If you think that you live in a Republican part of the country where you're in a red state, you still have a mayor that gives a shit, a city council that's actually on board, protected by sheriffs or local PD, that is going to change because the funding is going to change. That is going to change because the funding is going to change. No matter what, be prepared to protect yourself. You know exactly what to do. You do not need me to tell you that. You better be prepared to defend your family. And I will give you one admonishment to every single man, woman out there that has a family. The man or the woman that does not provide for the safety of their family is worse than an infidel. Do you know who said that? God himself. So don't let someone talk you out of purchasing a firearm to, to protect your home or carrying one on your person if you're legally allowed to do so. I have a personal opinion about that. For now, the Second Amendment still stands. For now, you can get concealed carry permits within certain states of this union. If you are not more than completely comfortable carrying a firearm and understand the complete and totality of the circumstances that surround the use of that firearm, do not carry one because they will use your use of it against you in court. Guaranteed. Any attempt you make to defend yourself with anything, including pepper spray, will be prosecuted to the fullest extent of the law. Notice what they are doing to police officers who are charged with protecting you. Imagine what they will do to you. Can you imagine what they will do to the common citizen, as it were, who defends themselves from an intruder who breaks into their home in the wee hours of the morning, the classic 3 a.m. breaking of a window and there's someone in your bedroom and you shoot them and down they go and they're all hauled off in an ambulance and maybe they survive, maybe they don't. You will be prosecuted. It is guaranteed. Because they have to silence you. They have to make sure that you do not defend yourself. Got it? Get it? Good. And if you don't defend your family, you don't defend your children, you are worse than an infidel. So be prepared at all times to defend your family. The number one way you do that is to evade situations, stay out of situations that get ugly. You're sitting outside at a restaurant. You're having lunch with your teenagers, having just had cheerleader practice, whatever. And they're all happy and giggly and bouncing around. You're having a great time. It's a Friday afternoon. It's a Saturday afternoon. Whatever it is, the world's good. And here comes Antifa a block away with their bullhorns. 
screaming and shrieking, say her name. They're bullshit. Turning over tables, yelling and screaming with bullhorns, throwing objects, and they're a block away and you see them coming. What should you do? Get up, get in your car, and drive the hell home. Do not take them on. Do not attempt to stand your ground. Yes, cave in and be a wimp and walk away. Let me tell you why. Because the courts are not on your side. The entire system is now so corrupted, you cannot defend yourself and get caught doing so without you being prosecuted. Should it be this way? No. Was it always this way? Certainly not. But it is now. And you have to face the reality of what is versus what should be. And where this is going to go is inevitable. It is, as, it is as inevitable as the sunrise. Militias will be formed. You're going to have entire neighborhoods who, since they cannot count on the police department to even respond before something gets completely out of hand, like the woman in the car with the child and she was being attacked by a mob and she calls for help and the, tele, the operator at 911 tells her to call the city council because they're not going to respond to it. That's available on YouTube. Google it. Get on YouTube. Look it up. Woman in car calling 911 with child in car being attacked by mob. Use those keywords and listen to what happens. She is defenseless. Well, what that will lead to is women not driving alone in the inner city. What that will lead to is the formulation of militias. You will ride shotgun with a male who will go with you, who likely will li very likely be armed and that maybe even illegally. But the point is, it will end up being a militia that protects the neighborhood. You will have cars blocking the end of cul-de-sacs that say, well, if you're not one of our people, you have no business on this street and we will stop you. Well, look, if the police aren't going to show up, and when they do show up, they're there to prosecute you for defending your home. What choice do you have? Militias will be formed. There's militias in Utah that are forming. Militias in the, in the Carolinas and Texas and other places that are forming as I speak. Is it a good idea? No, it is not a good idea. In general, these people are highly stupid, completely ignorant and untrained, and they don't know what the fuck they are doing. They have no clue what they are doing. They just happen to own a firearm. They have a beard, a baseball cap, and a pickup truck. But they also have something else. They have a desire to protect what is theirs. They have a desire to do the right thing. Their execution may be wrong, but their heart's in the right place. But judges won't see it that way. Remember, you have no friend in the legal system. It doesn't matter if you were attacked. It doesn't matter what has occurred such that you had to spray someone with OC. 
such that your dog leaped up and bit them. It doesn't matter how right you are, you will lose in court. You will be convicted because the system is now corrupt. It is not the system we used to have. You cannot count on the police to do the right thing in any jurisdiction. You cannot count on the prosecutorial system to not prosecute people who are defending themselves in a completely legitimate manner. Look what happened to the police officer who, by complete accident, shot the young man Duante in the car. This is, this is a complete accident. This officer called taser, taser, taser three times, the required thing they do in training, and she shot him with her firearm, and yes, he expired. It is a human tragedy. It is absolutely sickening. It was also an accident. Complete and total unintentional homicide. It is what's known as involuntarily involuntary manslaughter, and that without malice. Meaning, I caused the death, yes, but I sure as hell did not intend to do so. She is being prosecuted for murder. Because it is politically expedient to do so. What do you think they're going to do to you? You think that if, if Antifa shows up at your front yard, starts throwing rocks through your window because you're flying an American flag or a Trump flag or whatever flag, something they don't like. And you go out in front of your home and defend yourself. You think you have a legal case in court to do so? No, you don't. Look at the McCluskeys in St. Louis. Now, there is a classic case, however, where this man and this woman went out in front of of their yard with firearms. They pointed those firearms at people who at that point in time were doing nothing more than yelling at them and flipping them off. That's called brandishing. And it's a bit of a stretch, but it could also be charged as assault with a deadly weapon because they were not under threat. There was no one in their face. There was no immediate harm. It didn't meet the iron triangle of self-defense. There must be an immediate threat of at least great bodily injury. It must be an apparent threat that is in the sense that it is very real, not perceived, not, well, I think he's going to do something to me, but I'm not real sure. No, it's got to be particulable and it must be reasonable. That's such that a gang of 12 people on a jury would look at it and say, yeah, that guy was about to beat your head in with a baseball bat. You shot him. Yeah, that's legitimate. Be careful because the district attorney won't phrase it that way. They'll phrase it as premeditated homicide. Because you came out of your home with a firearm and that with intent to commit murder. So don't do it. Sorry, folks, this is the reality of where we are right now. You can thank the Socialist Democrats for this. This is what they've done to our country. This is what was lost in the election. I'm not going to scold anybody anymore for it. I'm not going to tell you what's going on. It's got to tell you how to, how to brace yourself for what's happening. Now let's talk about your work. Again, you're not online anymore. While I've been talking, you've been deleting your Facebook accounts. And I don't mean hide them. Don't hide it and say, I'm just going to keep it. And that way I could reactivate it. Delete the goddamn thing, dumbass. Do it now. Oh, but I have years of pictures of my children. Do you want them to know who your children are? Is that what you want? Do you want pictures of your children, your babies, your adolescents, your whoever? Do you want that out in the general public if Antifa and they will target you? 
Do you know that in the city of one of the cities here in California, I think it was in California, they want to publish the voter registration and they want to publish who owns a firearm to the general public. You know what that's all about? That's all about getting Antifa the addresses of the people they can go molest. Remember what Antifa is. They are the foot soldiers. They are the combat soldiers for the Democratic Party. They are well-funded, they are well-organized, and they are supported in full, in full, by the authorities, both the law enforcement and the legislative branch of everywhere they operate. You have been taken over. This is an invasion. This is not a game. This is not pretend. This is happening. You can't accept it, then turn this program off and don't do anything I say. But in the last 15 minutes or so, you should have deleted your Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, Hoopagram, Gapadugu, get off it. You don't need it. Do not give your phone number out to people you don't know for reasons that don't actually make sense. You don't know who they are. You think the dental high, I think the dental person at your office, you go to the counter. Oh, uh, uh, Mr. Hunemeyer, uh, we don't have your phone number. How do you know she's not Antifa on the weekends? How do you know when she takes her surgical scrubs off, which for some reason in a dental office or a medical office, everybody has to wear surgical scrubs, even if they're just a secretary sitting at the desk. How do you know she's not putting on her black regalia on the weekends as an Antifa soldier? You don't know that. You don't know who these people are. And they have secreted themselves in every aspect of our society. Don't give out your phone number to people who don't need it. Oh, I, you, we, I will give an appointment reminder for Tuesday. What's your number? You say, I'll, I will call you on Tuesday and ver verify I'm coming into the office. Oh, but if you give us your number, and they will be very insistent. They want your email address. They want your telephone number. Don't give it out. If you have generic email addresses and phone numbers you can give out, go for it. You can sign up for a thing on Google in which you can get a telephone number that actually isn't your personal number, and it routes it to your personal number based on the routing you want to do. Go ahead and do that, but be damn careful about saving the voicemail messages that it will want to leave for you because they're also saved into perpetuity on a Google system. So if you want to give out a bogus phone number where someone doesn't actually know your phone number, you can sign up for a Google number. And that will keep the general public from knowing what your phone number is. But be advised, depending on how you set that system up, any voicemail that they leave you is saved for. Ever. It is never deleted. And the fact that you delete it doesn't mean a damn thing. Now, if it's nothing more than your dental office calling or your mechanic calling to tell you, yeah, the parts didn't bring your car down, fine, what do you care? But again, don't have conversations with anybody regarding your belief system about anything. Do not talk about your religion at work. Do not talk about your political views at work. Do not have a coffee cup with anything on it. Don't have a coffee cup that says leftist tears do not have a picture of ben shapiro on your desk do not have a picture of joe biden on your desk do not have anything in your physical presence at work that indicates anything about what you believe about anything no american flags no presidential seals absolutely nothing 
Do not put pictures of your family on your desk at work. Do not put them on the wall. Do not have them in your office on your credenza. Oh, this is my daughter. She's 14 years old and looks just got her braces. And isn't she cute? And she knock off those conversations. You don't know who you're talking to. You don't know what they're going to do with that information. You don't know. But what they don't have a pen made by the iSpy Pen Corporation that is tucked into their pocket recording the entire conversation that you are having with them in 1080p video and audio. Yes, there is a pen that you can put in your pocket that records everything in front of it in 1080p video and that for hours conversation you think you're having may be recorded they could be recording it on a cell phone they can be recording it with those spy pens they can be writing it down in their own head later concocting something you think you didn't say you can't defend yourself against and putting it online and that doing it anonymously it's very simple for someone to make a story up about you publish it online anonymously on Facebook under a false name, on LinkedIn under a false name, on any one of a number of social media platforms out there under a false name that's got your real name, your real address, your real kid's name, your real kid's school because they don't happen to like you because they want to get rid of you or they want to get you in trouble with your employer. They will attack your job, guaranteed. Because if they can attack your income base, they attack your ability to operate in society because you don't have any money. Do not tell people where you work. Do not tell people what you do. You be the gray person. You be the person that nobody sees. You be the person who goes into a restaurant and purchases a meal and pays cash. Now, why would you do that? Because it makes more sense from a budgetary standpoint, Dr. 59, you see at the end of the month, you're going, no, that's not it. You do not want anyone at the bank to have a record of where you eat, i.e. where you socialize, the movies you go to, the clothes you buy, the stores you go to. You do not want anybody to be able to track your movements anywhere in this world. Go to the ATM, take out the $150, then take your wife to dinner and pay cash. Otherwise, somebody knows that you bought a meal for whatever it was at that restaurant at that date and time. Now they know where you were. Now they can go get security video from the parking lot, from their surrounding businesses, and determine what car you drove there, the license plate you were in, what you were wearing. And all you thought you were doing is taking your wife to dinner. You just fed Antifa your entire life's profile by taking your wife to dinner and using a credit card. And if you think for a minute that it requires the vice president of the bank to access your credit card records, you better think again. It doesn't. A lot of them are overseas and very susceptible to bribes. When you call a bank and you want to talk about your credit card status or your bank account status, whatever it is you make, do you think you're talking to someone in America? Yeah, you know damn good and well you're not. And what's that got to do with anything, Dr. 59? Well, it has to do with the fact that those people can be bribed because they make no money. So when someone comes along and says, uh, you know what? For everybody you send us uh, in this city, in this time, in this that fits this behavioral profile we want, 
you send us their credit card number and the information behind the transaction, we'll give you 100 rupees, 5,000 rupees, 10,000 rupees, whatever it takes to get the information they want about you from them. So it leads me to two words, trust no one. Trust no one. You cannot be friends with the woman across the street who voted for Joe Biden. If I have to say this at this point, you're an idiot. You probably should just turn off this program, go and hope for the best and go live your life. If you have friends that are Democrats and you are not, I I don't care if you're a libertarian. The point is you didn't vote for Joe Biden. In other words, you're an enemy. Because if you didn't vote for Joe Biden, in their mind, you are an enemy. You cannot be friends with the other side. If you are a Trump supporter, don't think for a minute that your brother-in-law who voted for Biden is your friend. He's not. There's a movie put out decades ago called Lifeboat. And it is the the absolute epitome of the human struggle for survival when rations become thin. Who gets in the lifeboat and who gets thrown out to die, to perish? Right now, folks, you are headed for a lifeboat. And those with power are going to try and throw you in the water. What you have to do is secure your home, your family, your electronic life, your privacy, and shield it from the attacks that are coming. Attacks from people like LeBron James, the basketball player. This is a man who bounces a ball and throws it into a hoop, but he has a Twitter following of something like 55 million people. And he decided that the police officer who had to, in in a moment of absolute abject horror, shoot a 15-year-old girl that was stabbing another girl to stop the attack, decided that he was going to attack him and dox him. You know the history. Google it. Get on Fox. Get on, I don't care what, wherever you go, Fox, CNN, MSNBC, doesn't matter. Stories out there. That's one man who plays basketball deciding that he is going to turn loose 55 million people against one man who did exactly what he's paid to do and did so perfectly because he doesn't happen to like him because he's white. So imagine what your boss can do to you if you do something that reveals to them that they don't like. Like, well, I, yeah, I was, uh, bought, you know, that new boat I bought, uh, John, it's a wonderful thing. I was in the boat parade for Trump last year with it, and I decided to buy it. What if your boss is a Biden supporter, i.e. a socialist, a social, uh, a Bernie Sanders communist? Socialism and Democrat are now synonymous. Socialism and Democrat are now synonymous. They want and are trying to destroy this nation. Is there anything else I can tell you about protecting yourself? Do you have enough food? 
Can you go at least three weeks without having to go to a store? Do you have cash on hand that you don't use credit cards to reveal your activities? Are you able to defend yourself, even if it's non-lethal? That whether you can buy a taser and carry a taser, I believe, in all 50 states. Whatever you feel comfortable with, be prepared to defend yourself and your family. You are going to be attacked. It is coming. It is coming. In some form, at some time, you will have to. Keep an eye on your traffic patterns going to and from work if you have to drive. Because they will block streets off. And then they pass laws that say, well, if you run, try and run us over uh, as we trash your car, the second biggest asset you put your, your money into and threaten your life in your vehicle, you, you have committed a crime. Not us. We get to stop your vehicle by crowding in front of it. And then we get to break the windows and pull you out of it and beat the living shit out of you because we don't like you and you cannot defend yourself. Hey, think I'm making this up? You think it's a game? You think it's a joke? Turn your television set on. Keep an eye on traffic patterns. Do not get caught in a traffic jam. If a street comes to a stop and you see a commotion up ahead, get out of it. Drive over the sidewalk. Do what you have to do. Drive on someone's lawn. Turn around. Get out of it. Don't think that you can always get yourself out of trouble if you get into it. Remember, you are facing a mob. They will never strike alone. They will never come at you alone. They will always come on a mob of at least 10 or more at a minimum, and they will be armed. Some will have guns, machetes, dirks, daggers, pieces of pipe, lumber, firebombs, you name it. And the police are letting it happen. It is not being stopped. This is the world we live in, folks. They're not being arrested. They're not being charged. They're being allowed to assault people with weapons. And the police have been told, do nothing about it. Nothing. So what long-term can you do to secure yourself and keep your family safe? I have given you everything you need to know. I shouldn't have to tell you to park your cars in your garage. I shouldn't have to tell you, again, take your, your flags down. Whatever flag you've got flying on your house, take the goddamn thing down. I shouldn't have to tell you to keep your blinds pulled. I shouldn't have to tell you to lock your gates. <clears throat> I shouldn't have to tell you to get a security system and make sure it's 4K and make sure it records 24 hours a day. Do not rely on motion. Do not rely on some kind of PIR. Oh, it senses body heat. And No, you just put it in record mode. 24 hours a day with a minimum of three days recording. Because if they're going to come after you as a specific person on your street, they will case it. And you'll see the same car go by 2 o'clock, 2.30 comes back the other direction, another car, and there will always be more than one person in the car. Always. I shouldn't have to tell you if there's a commotion outside your home, do not go outside and try and take them on. You are outnumbered and the law will not respect you. The law looks at their uprising as a protest and an exercise of their rights they look at you as defending your property as a felon with a weapon whether it's a baseball bat a garden hose a squirt gun or god forbid an actual firearm 
You will be told you are in the wrong. You will end up in front of a grand jury and you will be charged because you defended yourself or your property. Make no mistake, that is what's going to happen to you. So what you need to do is disappear. You need to be invisible. You need to be gray. I have said this over and over and over again. Do not attract attention to yourself. Got a wristwatch on? Don't wear it into public. I don't care if it's a $10 Timex from CVS. It's a reason for someone to talk to you, to stop you, to engage you, to start the fight. And if they start coming your way and you're outside somewhere, get up and leave. Do not engage. Now, the obvious comes about as a result of what can escalate from even the most minor of confrontations to a deadly encounter in which your life or that of someone or you near and dear to you is threatened in the instant case. And yes, then you defend yourself. They start attacking you and your life is at stake. Yes, defend yourself. <coughs> you will be sued civilly for the damages that you do to <coughs> your assailant. You will be prosecuted criminally for the damages that you do to your assailant, but you will be alive. And there is a saying, better to be judged by 12 than carried by six. You might get a sympathetic jury, although most, prosecu most prosecutors will offer you a plea deal because 98% of all criminal cases are pled. They do not go to court. So you're attacked by an angry mob while you're sitting outside at a restaurant. You defend yourself. You get hit a few times. You take your OC out. You spray somebody. They will then declare that you destroyed their vision, that they now have headaches for life. You will be sued civilly for probably, oh, in the order of $5 million in civil damages for using a caustic chemical against someone for no reason. Uh, and you'll be charged criminally with assault with a less uh, lethal weapon. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. And the district attorney will walk up and say, the, the Gascon type attorney who will say, oh, I, I tell you what we're going to do. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I understand they threw a brick at you while you were eating your sandwich and they knocked your table over and they threw your five-year-old on the ground. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. That's alleged. That's all alleged. But we have it on video of you spraying them with pepper spray. And that's not alleged because they had to go to the hospital and get treated because their contacts gave them trouble and they have asthma and that bronchitis and now they have all manner of uh, emotional disturbances. So yeah, there we're, we're finding criminal charges against you for assault with a caustic chemical. But I tell you what we're going to do. Uh, you're an okay person. You don't have a history. We're just going to let you off with six months probation and uh, you'll have a felony on your record. Your defense attorney, who's likely incompetent, will look at it and say, yeah, that's a good deal. Take it. You don't do any jail time. Of course, you'll have a felony, which means you will lose your right to vote, which is part of what they're after. They don't want you voting because if you protected yourself, if you defended yourself against their soldiers, you're not the kind of person that's going to vote for them. So they got to take you off the list. They got to make sure you don't ever vote again. Hello, figure it out. Figure it out, people. If you defended yourself, you're not one of them. They got to make sure you don't ever vote again. So they're going to try and hit you with a felony to get you off the voter records. That way you have to give up firearms. And then they're going to red flag you. Get ready for that one. 
Ah, uh, this guy pulled out his pepper spray and sprayed us just because we threw his five-year-old on the ground and threw his table over on him and kicked him in the gut. And that all happened because he pulled his pepper spray and he threatened us and we were defending ourselves. Then the civil suit comes about. Now, oh, the, the $3 million civil suit because my contacts damaged my eyes. I have asthma and bronchitis and you sprayed me with this caustic chemical and, and now I can't breathe and I'm respiratory distress and I have PTSD for life. I need $3 million. So we're going to claim your house, your car and future earnings if you can make a living given that you now have a felony on your record because you copped a plea because your, your, your court appointed counsel is incompetent. Uh, that that uh, that just sounds ridiculous, Doctor Fifty Nine. That wouldn't happen. Yes, it does, and that is exactly what they're trying to do to the McCluskeys. By the way, the McCluskeys didn't hurt anybody. They just stood their ground on their porch. There's abundant video of it. They stood out there in their front yard with a firearm. Now it was entirely inappropriate for them to point a firearm at someone who was not threatening them in the immediate sense. That was inappropriate. It baffles me why they did it, but they don't understand about fear. When you become fearful of your life, fearful of loss, you will do things that the law has said are wrong. The law is written to ensnare you. The law is written to trap you. It's not your friend. We get to intimidate you. We get to take a baseball bat, bust out your windows of your car. Uh, we get to try and light your car on fire. But you do not get to try and run us over to escape. That's against the law. Have I made this point? Get it? Got it? Good. Good.